Welcome to the SQL Podcast, episode 59, Sexting Secrets, Explode Your Sex Life with Simple But Effective Text Game Feature, Hudson Greening again. Thank you for being here, my man. Stop you. <laughs> I am Andrew Meok, your host for today, and the SQL Podcast talks about how to be the best a woman has ever had inside and outside the bedroom, making men men again, and leaving women better and wetter. If you want to know more about what we do, you can go check out all the rest of the podcasts that are on this on this um, podcast podcast platform wherever <laughs> you are or you can go check out sexualquantumleap.com and there's lots of um, content also on their videos for you to listen to, watch and all these podcasts and all this other amazing stuff. But today is going to be really super exciting with Hudson. If you haven't listened to the previous one, we broke down a bit of Hudson's life about who he is, his mindsets and philosophies about texting and how he got into that and yeah, it was really super exciting to hear how effective and efficient it is to actually get consistent dates straight to your house or just having standard dates, which is also cool just going out and meeting women. Hudson comes from a really good place. So as I said, if you haven't heard um, that podcast, go listen to that as well. Anyway, moving on. What we're going to be talking about today is that we're going to be breaking down some text about some specifics about what we can actually do to start getting women over to our house ASAP. So it's going to be super exciting in that respect. And what we're going to be talking about is um, how to like get women to really open up, be comfortable, and then talking a lot about sexuality because Hudson and I both agree it is super important to be a sexual fucking dude because if you are not, then what's going to happen? Shit is just going to, you're going to be in the friend zone essentially and we don't want to be there. But before we mm-hmm. jump into it today, I was going to say, Hudson, I didn't tell you, I'm actually off to Brisbane on the 29th of, 29th of February. Social Freedom and SQL are teaming up and we're running a sex hey. party there. So like it'll be about 50. What the fuck? Yeah, it'll be probably about 15. Alex, you kinky man. 50, yeah, <laughs> but we're going for about 12 to 15 girls with about four or five dudes. So it should be a, a good night. So oh. super excited about thought I'd tell you about that. So if you're in Brisbane, you're more than welcome to come down. Oh, I think I'm in Sydney then, but maybe I'll uh, pop over. 29th of <laughs> February. So we're just like letting you guys know that, yeah, it's... Um, a bit of fun. I haven't run a sex party for a while, but we are jumping straight into talking all about sex and how it's going to be important for some um, sexting today. So if you want to take the floor, my man, and just give people a bit of a the background about sexting in regards to... You were talking about a little bit, a bit about the eroticism that you do. Can you like break that stuff down, what you're doing with the messages? Yeah, so like I kind of... Yeah, I started that by just... So like I would text, I'd be a little bit sexual, kind of build it up and then do that whole sort of like, uh, you sort of bait them into asking what, right? You're kind of just like, if they're like, oh, I've got a good booty, like it's great. You could just be like, "Um, I know just how I'd handle it then. And then they're always like, and how would that, like, how would you do that? And then you're just like, uh, it's a little bit explicit. Sure, you want to know? Like I I wrote the post on SQL about that. And then it's just like, yeah, so I did this once and I just wrote like a paragraph that was literally just about everything I would just do to her if she was in my room. And it was literally just a breakdown of how I fuck generally. It's just like what I would feel like doing and what I would do. And I sort of like wrote it all out for her. And then like the response I got from that was literally just like, a, this needs to happen right now. Like, where are you? I'm like, I can't even, I'm like out of breath. 
like we need a meet like it, it was like that sort of shit and i was like holy fuck like this shit is so powerful for women because like no other guy does that shit and people think like oh it's like too much investment it's too much like trying to win over the girl doing this shit it's like no you become a very unique man if you can write something that shows that you understand sexuality that much and that you understand sex so much so if you can write like a massive erotic paragraph about what you would do to her Mm. explaining like sexual technique explaining your understanding of sex from her perspective and yours she'll be like blown away and you know sex is so psychological for women right dude i love it but what was it like when you... Yeah, because I remember back... You can't send a message that's bigger than hers and all this stuff. I, I, remember I mean, that, that's that. part of it. So, like, I always Is say it? to guys, like, at the start of the interaction, like, you've got to gotta shoot the shit. You've got to banter. You've got to show that you're, like, a fun guy. You've got to give her, like, an example of what it's going to be like to be with you in person. You've got to, like, show her, you know, the best things about yourself. Like, put the, the best part of yourself forward and not let her throw, like, negative frames on you and be able to flip it. But once all that's done... Like you want to work your way up and just sexualize and get to, and then you get to a point once you built that value where you can send those massive paragraphs, and that's yeah. like a knockout punch for me. Like what? What, what is the um, the, the, the paragraphs? Like yeah. that's always like the goal is to get to a point where I'm literally just sexting her, and you know nowadays I change it up. So every paragraph I send, like it's different. It depends how I feel in the moment. Like it's literally just live erotica. Um, <laughs> like live erotica, live with, erotica with, with Hudson greeting, do, 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 do. like that's it. Today I'm gonna tie you to the bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, let's actually go back to the start, man. Like, so sexuality is super important. Um, that's why we're talking about this shit. That's why I actually brought Hudson on initially because I go, let's talk about how important it actually is to be sexual. I think a big shift for guys is just like understanding that women love sex, right? Yeah. But the thing is, you know, guys just don't usually please them and they the guys like that message them on tinder the way they talk about sex is like hey want to sit on can i like um sit on your face like whatever the fuck you want to like come over and let's bang it's like it's completely not the way they view sex or the way they want sex talked about you Mm. know yeah dude 100 percent. yeah i love that can can dtf down to five that's it question mark it's like can i can i smash like (laughs) And they don't understand like how psychological it is. Like, they, like I say to any guy, like read My Secret Garden, read Fifty Shades of Grey, like, l- and it will help you understand the way women view sex. Mm. And it's so true what you say. Like everything from the moment you say "Hey" is is um is foreplay is sex. Even on Tinder, from the moment you open, sex starts. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you wanna let's yeah let's do that from the start. As I said, that's why Hudson's here as well because I fucking love that. And it's like I was like talking to Hudson once. I go, dude, is it really sexual on Tinder? He goes, yeah, fuck yeah. But it's being calibrated about the sexuality. And same with dudes. Like, yeah, you can't. Yeah, do you wanna smash or guys just walk up to a chick and go, yo, let me put my cock in your pussy? It's like, what about the fucking foreplay, man? Like, what about exactly. building this shit up and then like, let me psychologically stimulate your mind. And then watch everything else flow from there. Yeah, and the end of the day, like she's got to open up to your sexual advances, and she won't open up to a guy who's like an absolute scrub that doesn't have understanding, that doesn't have empathy, that doesn't have things going for him in his life. She wants like you know the man at the top of the fucking male social hierarchy that knows what the fuck he's doing, that understands her, that's good at sex, and you've got to demonstrate that mm. in real life and in text. Yeah, love it, man. Hundred percent. What I was gonna say as well with this, let's go. Let's go start from the start and break it down. Like, 
how you start this off. You've got the profile. So if you haven't if you haven't talked about if you haven't heard the last podcast, go listen to that because we talk all about the profile, how to set that up with the photos and stuff like that. The bow, the, the curiosity with the bow, kind of like um baiting them in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like leave unanswered questions in their mind. Cool. So we've got that. We've got all that stuff. So go listen to that from the previous episode. And then when you do, then you can start listening to this because we're going to start breaking down about what to do. And I'm really, really fucking excited to hear about how you get women so comfortable and how do you deal with like her being like a little bit nervous and apprehensive about coming to your house or you going straight to her house. So yeah, let's, cool. let's jump straight into it. Go man. into a breakdown. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So yeah, there's, there's many ways I start a conversation. So this is just one. So on Hinge, like I said before, I have a prompt, which is like, leave a comment for a psychological analysis based on your profile. You can put this on your Tinder as well, but on Hinge, it's been like incredibly successful. So here in this conversation, that was, see her response, she opens off my prompt. It's just like, can I have this psych- psychological analysis you are offering? Right? That's usually the response you get. Now, I don't actually give them an analysis. When I first started this prompt, I used to actually give them like a full-on analysis of them. And then I was just like, that's so dumb. It just gets too <laughs> logical. They get triggered. They get wondered why you said that thing and that thing. And it's just like too much. So the, the line I always have when they're like, can I have a psychological analysis? is just like, it's more of a mid-combo thing, but I have a few ideas about you. Oh, so like, yeah, dude. Break it down as well, man. Like, what, what's going on there? Like, you're kind of opening it up there for interpretation or like... So, the response you're always going to get to that is like, what are those ideas? Mm. Oh, and what's that? You know, it's practically probably 90% of the time that. So, I call that baiting. Baiting mm. is when you lead it into a predictable response where you leave it into when they're like, what's that? Or what's this? And then you can take the conversation along your path, right? It's yep. like going down a straight line, like uh, Jordan Belford in his um, book, like Way of the Wolf, he talks about like straight line persuasion. It's like you want to take the conversation down your course and you don't want to deviate into talking about some random shit. So that's what baiting allows you to do. So it's more of a mid-combo thing, but I have a few ideas about you. This just leads into a cold read. So a cold read is when you, you make assumptions about what they're like instead of asking questions. And this goes for real life interaction as well. Like, Asking a question or just saying a statement, saying a statement instead of asking a question is so much, it leads to much better conversation. Mm. Like instead of being like, where are you from? Just be like, you know, are you Brazilian? Like, yeah. A good, a good man, um, Pierre de Sousa, always has like, are you Italian? Like he does that with oh, Not as a question, like you're Italian, aren't you? Oh, you're Italian, like, so straight yeah, off. It, that would be a question. So it's like a statement, like uh, okay. you're Italian. Like, but How would you... Not, s- okay, if so you, the cold read here, it's more of a few ideas. No, not that like, one. Not that one beforehand. If you were just like, if you didn't have that opener, like what would you use as opener? Like an opener that you would suggest just one of your arsenal. Oh, right. See, you were just my type has the opener, like the highest open rate. That's from playing with fire. Yep. Like, yeah. And again, it's the same principle. Just leads into a cold read. You were just my type. Oh, what's that type? Yeah. And then from there, you look at the girl's actual profile. Mm. And then you can come up with something or you explain your type as it is. If you're matching with girls that are just your type, like, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah. So it's more of a mid convert thing, but I have a few ideas about you here. She doesn't actually bite on it. She's just like, Oh really? Interesting. So she doesn't actually ask what, but probably 80, 90% of the time they do. But here I just go into the, so give me the basics, any kids, tattoos, doing anything illegal right now. 
So pretty much at the start of the conversation after the cold read, I'm always opening up the conversation to something. Now you could you could say, you know, whatever. Like I had a conversation the other day and the girl's like, how do you know I'm not crazy? Like after my cold read. And then, you know, I'm like, well, at least the sex won't be vanilla. And then she's, <laughs> like, and then she's just like, um, yeah, some other shit. And then I'm just like, are you kinky crazy or like scratch the car with keys kind of crazy? So it's always like asking these these convers- mm. like these things that just open up the conversations yeah. like multiple threads, and you always pick inter- things that lead into interesting topics, not like where are you from, blah blah blah, like fuck that shit. So give me the basics. Any kids tattoos doing anything illegal? Obviously, they're all like ridiculous questions, so they lead to interesting conversational threads. So when when a woman gives you basically nothing, man, what you just kind of have to. How do you know when to? Maybe you're going to touch on this later. How do you know when to cut it or just fucking continue it? I always continue it yeah. to, the, to the bitter end. Like, but you can make, make a girl who's not giving you much give you a lot. Um, like, for example, if she just gives you like just an emoticon, you could just be like, use words. Like, yeah. um, or there's another line from Playing With Fire, like, love your enthusiasm yeah. um, when they're giving you no investment. It's like you want to call them out on the fact that they're not giving you much investment and mirror their investment as well. But I'm always u- using baiting or asking them the questions to keep the conversation going and stuff that's going to be emotionally evoking enough to actually keep her replying. Mm. Cause that's when shit fizzles out when you're being either too boring or uncalibrated and retarded, <laughs> like which are two common occurrences for most guys. Yep. So yeah. Response to this, no kids, no tattoos, although I want one and not doing anything illegal. Ha ha ha. So that's like not too much investment from that response. Um, here I'm just like, you're a perfect liar. Love it. So she's saying I'm not doing anything illegal. That's sort of like, yeah, I want to flip that frame. I don't accept the idea that she's like not doing anything like fun or whatever the fuck. So you're a perfect liar. Love it. Wow. I'm not lying though. Uh Ah, so, (laughs) and then here she's, she's kept responding and she's giving investment. So I do what's called a soft close. So I always do this to test where they're at to see how keen they are to meet and yeah, and to move it forward towards a date. So you always want to be moving it forward towards closing them, towards sexualizing, towards something. So here I'm like, we'll see, we'll see a former true verdict on our romantic date. Mm. You've probably heard the romantic date thing a thousand times. That's from RC Jeffy, execute the program. I hate RSD, but that's actually like something good. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, romantic, you say? Yes. Ever been on one? So like, she's not actually giving much investment in this conversation. Mm -hmm. But you know, when a girl asks like, oh, really? Is that so? Like, what is this? I always sort of throw it back at them and just sort of, it frames her response as being dumb. Because it kind of is romantic, you say? Like, she's not giving you much investment. It's like, obviously, she knows what romantic said. She could have said something more interesting. So I'm just like, yes, if ever been on one. So it kind of frames her response as being like, not that, you know, not that smart or interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, are you inexperienced? Like, that's the frame of it, right? The underlying meaning. So what do you define as romantic? So that's her question. So here, this is where I start sexualizing. I was about to say, is this the transition point where you start this, moving? This is where, like, if you were to imagine a ladder, this would be the bottom of the ladder, right? Mm-hmm. And it's about to move up from there. So the line here is you, me, a couple of drinks, laughs, teasers, neck kisses, that sort of thing, vibe and build chemistry. So that's the bottom of the ladder. 
Now, from how she responds to neck kisses, I'll be able to tell where she's at in terms of how receptive she is to sexualization. Uh, if she's like, what? Neck kisses on the first <laughs> date? What the fuck? Like, I know that, okay, this isn't a girl that's going to be that keen. I need to vibe more and then try again. And then maybe if I try again, I'll just realize, okay, she's, that's not for her. So you have like a sequence of all like sexual, a sexualization ladder of what you'll do. Like- yeah, and there's a whole bunch of lines for different um, like parts of the ladder and like the top of the ladder is obviously the big paragraphs. Uh, okay, so like at the start, not yeah. So you just like just make it clear for the people um just just like who are listening. If you like just go in there like neck kisses, like it's like very like yo just chilled. It's not too much, but it's like you got to start sexualizing. Is and and the other thing is like there's a whole bunch of words surrounding it. So you've got like you me a couple of drinks, laughs, teasers. Then you have neck kisses, but then you've got like that sort of thing vibe and build chemistry. Like you're implying that there needs to be chemistry. Uh, okay. And like it's put ab- along a whole bunch of other words, so it doesn't have as much impact if, as if it was on its own. But it's still enough to tell if she's receptive. So that. it's not like you, me, um, anal, and um, connection. Yeah, you, me, and me shoving my face in your booty. Like, nah, not that. Um, so then she's like, oh, that sounds cute. Teaser's hard. So there we go. She's quite receptive. She hasn't seen like neck kisses and then freak the fuck out. Um, so it does. And yes, think you could handle them, like handle the teasers. And then she's like, depends what teasers you mean. So here she's kind of like, I'm thinking, okay, either she's hinting at like, oh, you're not talking about sexual teasers, are you? Or maybe she's being like, uh, or maybe she's into that. It's not really made clear by that that question, right? So I decide to play it on the safer end of things. And I'm just like, that. the type that elicited happy, goof, like the type that will elicit a happy, goofy smile all over your face. Yeah. So that could kind of be interpreted in like both ways. So then she's just like, oh, so teasing as in poking fun. So now that tells me that she was actually thinking sexual. Mm. So I interpret her as not thinking sexual, but I can at least still sexualize from now and now I know that information so I can move forward. So it's a lot of misinterpretation. Mis- a lot of like misinterpretation, like misinterpreting, like you have a um, message and it's like, this can be misinterpreted, misinterpreted um, two different ways. But it's like- You can always, yeah, there's always like, many ways you can interpret it something sometimes you're not going to 100% know um like what she's meaning or whatever but you can always find it out through what you send next or so on and so forth but you always want to play it on the safer side Mm -hmm. um so oh i'm teasing as i'm poking fun and then i'm like that and pulling you close and letting our lips touch but not kiss so that's like again on the ladder I might not be able to handle that. Ha ha ha. So like she means like not able to handle like the tension of it and shit. So I'm just like, I guess we'll have to break the tension then. I know just how I would. So that's like a baiting line, right? Yeah. So she obviously gets that that's going to lead into something sexual. When you bait like that, what I'm really saying with that line is like, hey, can I sexualize right now? Yeah. That's, that's really the fucking like frame of that. That's the underlying meaning. So baiting is so key for all this, man. You're saying it's so, so key because it makes her a part of it. As soon as you've baited and she's been like, yeah, tell me. She's been become a part of it. And she and it gives her like a warning, right? You can still back out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it gives her a warning that you want to go sexual. Mm. So it's, it's the most calibrated way to do it. So I guess we'll have to break the tension. I just know how, just how I would. And then she's like, ooh, like with the fucking like three O's. I'm curious, do tell. So, so you've got permission now. To- I've got permission. So I've said, can I sexualize? And she's like, yeah, daddy, sexualize. <laughs> so like, so then I decide to like 
build more investment and just like ramp up the intrigue. So like it could be somewhat explicit. Sure, you want to know. Like it's another thing. Like hey, this shit's gonna get really fucked. <laughs> like you sure you want to know? Like if you want to back out, tell me now. Like and then she's just like, I want to know even more now. <laughs> and then I'm just like, I go along with my line. I'll, I'll read it. Try not to get hard. It's like. So, like, hundreds of guys have used this and sent me screenshots. Like, bro, I just got laid off your paragraphs last night. Oh, so you sent paragraphs, like, full paragraphs. The, these are the paragraphs that I call the obsession sequence. So, like, <laughs> hundreds of guys have copied and pasted this from all over the world. Uh, I always encourage guys to write their own. But, you know, they copy and paste these and got fucking lazy. But, okay, here it is. It's like, I throw you against the wall while passionately making out with you as I grab your hips. I bite your neck as, I, as you moan, and I rub your inner thigh. I take your top off and kiss everywhere around your tits except your nipples, building anticipation until I suck them as you gasp. I throw you on the bed and take my shirt off, lay you down, kissing your lips again and working my way down your entire body until I take off your skirt, kiss your inner thighs, and gently rub your pussy uh, through your panties until you're soaking wet. I take your panties off, lick everywhere around your pussy until you beg me to eat you out. I gently press the tip of my tongue up against your clit as you moan, moving it from side to side, gradually getting faster and faster, moving in sync with your body until you... And then I've got a brackets. I should probably stop now. <laughs> <laughs> so you call this the obsession sequence. That's called that. That's paragraph one of three. <laughs> you're, you're a sick fuck, man. <laughs> so there's three of those. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a boner right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so her response is like, oh my, I'm blushing. You definitely have a good way with words. I'm very submissive in the bedroom. So the mention of begging you to eat me out is, and then she has like three love heart eyes. <laughs> and then I'm like, my kind of girl. Mm-mm. I think <laughs> mm, I like that. Think you could handle it? So again, I'm wanting like more permission, more like consent, even. That's mm-hmm. really what it is. It's like, hey, like, can you handle this? Are you cool? Like, um, and then she's like, I will try to handle it, but it will drive me crazy for sure. I know you will pull put me in my place though. Uh-huh. So then this tells me like, fuck, she's, you know, she's cool with this. She's down. She's very submissive. It tells me like, okay, she wants to play this, this game or this role play of like dominant submission. She wants to talk in that kind of language. Mm. So I'm like, cool. I continue on. And then I'm just like, I know exactly how I would. Another baiting line. Mm, please tell. Me sp- and then my line is like me spanking you, pulling your hair, cuffing you and pushing you against the wall wrapping my tie around your neck and pounding you from behind until your knees give out and you lay quivering on the floor. Some Fifty Shades shit. (laughs) Good day in the office. Yeah, and then she's like, oh my gosh, yes to all of that. So so happy you are so dominant. I'm sure you'll call me degrading things all at the same time, right? (laughs) Hee (laughs) hee. So, you know, she's very comfortable with her sexuality. Just pause for a second. How do you know sometimes women, like, you probably get this a lot. Like, they're just, like, playing along with this because they're enjoying the emotional spark of all this, mm. opposed to actually wanting to catch up. Yeah, see, that's why I put things in there, like, think you can handle it, and stuff mm. like that. And that's why I have a conversation first beforehand, and build a lot of, like, emotional investment, and back and forth, and show that you're, like, a real human being. What do you mean, conversation? Do you talk to them on the phone, or I no? mean, through the text. Oh, through the text, yep. 
So this girl was very happy to just be like sexual up front, but usually my conversations over text will go for longer before I start to sexualize. Ideally, it should get to a point where she wants to meet you. Mm-hmm. She, she, you've, you've got enough receptiveness to meet. She's keen to meet, but then you sexualize. So it's like you get to that point where you could close her for a bar date, and then when you get to that point, you just ramp it up and keep sexualizing. Mm. So that's, that's what you do. And then, yeah. So here she's like, of course, all part of the punishment. Uh, that was my line. We should split a bottle of wine together and see how the chemistry is. So I'm closing now. Sounds great. So you don't want to like sex forever and like try to get news and blah, blah, blah. Like you give her like a glimpse of sexting and then you like move it towards the close. So like what you're talking about, like some guys literally all they'll do is sex and then they'll try to get nudes and then they'll try to do this and that. It's like, I never really go for nudes. Girls should send you nudes if they want to. You don't ask for nudes. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good mindset, man. Yeah, so Definitely. And I mean, they do. If you sexualize and you build a lot of value, they just start sending them because they want to. Is it kind of like this when guys go to the club? Now, I know I, I'm, I'm a culprit of this. First, I want to put my hand up. You go, go to the clubs and you're looking for just a, a response of just getting, talking a lot of sex and nothing actually happens back in the day, like way back in the day. Or you're going there, you're trying to make out with a lot of girls. I, I think one thing guys do is they don't make it personal. They don't yeah. make it like man to woman. Like they talk about sex as like a, a third, like an out there topic. Yeah. But it's not really relevant to her. That's why I'm asking questions like, think you could handle it. Mm. Like, it's explicit. Are you sure you want to know? Like, it's very, yeah, it's very like me and her. It's very saying like, could you handle this in real life? And then I'm saying stuff like, you know, outdate and stuff like that. So she's viewing this all in the context and imagining it as me and her doing all this shit. If you mm. just talk about sex as a topic then it's it's not that like what are your kinks what are you what are you into like it's not as personal as this yeah this way of wording yeah it makes sense yeah so um we just put a bottle and then she's like sounds great as long as we can lead it to what was discussed above so literally how much is that like a reverse of what you usually hear um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing my girlfriend tonight <laughs> she's just like sounds great as long as we can lead it to what was discussed above usually it would be the opposite it'd be like Mm, we'll see how drinks go first. She's just like, yeah, we can meet, but like, you have to fuck me, all right? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what she's saying. Like, do you have your own place? You know, bang. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, of course, shoot me a number, we'll make plans. And then, yeah, that was like the first leg of it. And then it goes over to the phone. So do, as soon as I get the number. Do they ever see your Instagram? Do you ever link him to yes. Instagram? I mean, you can link it to your Instagram, but I always say to everyone, get your fucking Instagram and Facebook sorted, right? Yep. Like for your real life interactions and your, your text interactions, because they could just look up your Instagram or Facebook and find it. And when you meet a girl out in the day or whatever the fuck, she can find your Facebook too. And if you have shitty photos, she's not going to see you. But if you have like a really high value, good Instagram where you look attractive, it ups your chances. You can have an interaction for two minutes and then they see your Instagram. They're like, fuck, I want to meet this guy. Mm. And then they see your stories and you build heaps of investments. So I always also take photos for like people's Instagrams as well and try to build like sort of a, an Instagram that attracts women. So they come to you like Dan Bilzerian. You know? yeah. That's what I'm going for at the moment. Oh, really? I haven't seen, I haven't seen your Instagram. Go show me after this, man. Yeah. Cool. So over to the number. It's just like name and a winky face. Mm-hmm. So like Hudson Winky Face. Good morning. Hope you had some sweet dreams. When are you free for wine? So she's yeah, she's 
down from the rest of the, the messages. So even even me. though they're like already down, you don't say like when are you down for what we discussed because it's still too fucking logical. You got to go in and out of it, right? Yep. Like I said, like if you keep your if your entire conversation is just sexual, she's gonna freak out. Um, especially if you're talking about like wow, BDSM shit and stuff. Like she has to know you're like an actual person that has social awareness, that's somewhat normal, that's not like an absolute fucking weirdo. So like. You, yeah, you do a bit of sexting and then you go back to just talking about normal shit. And then like you ramp it up again and talk about sexting and then back to normal shit. Mm. Like otherwise, you know, I tried it the other way around, just sexting. But then you get girls that are like freaked out and they flake. Like, mm. so you got to do it that way. Uh, so what I was saying before, just not being on the fucking the sex route the whole time because they're going to be like, yo, be a normal dude. Let's talk about some normal shit. So then it's like that. It's like the straight line, isn't it? Cause you've, you've, have you watched the straight line? Yeah, John Belford, dude, that's a fucking epic product, man. Yeah, I read the whole book. It's good. Uh, the um, the product. Did you watch the product or is it a book? I've only read the book. Is it? I didn't know there was a book. There's a product as well. But anyway, keep mm. on the keep on the line. Keep on the line. <laughs> so might need to put it off until next weekend because I just realized that time of the month, the Red Fairy is in town. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening in a few days and won't be in Melbourne this weekend. Is that okay? And then I'm just like. I leave it for a little bit and then I'm like, that's fine. More time to tease, dot, dot, dot. Would definitely prefer you being off your period. I'm big on oral. Yeah. So talking about, so sort of flipping it into a positive and yeah, again, bring up sex. So she's like, I'm so glad guys won't, don't do oral. What did she say? Like, I'm so glad guys who don't give oral, but expect to, <laughs> expect to make me is so annoyed. Yeah. The fucking spelling's off. But like, yeah, she's saying like guys that like mm. won't eat her out, but like she expects blowjob. Like, yeah, that's that's true. It's a fucking double standard. Um, it's going to be super frustrating being on my period and you teasing me. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck yes, it will. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I enjoy having control over your release. There's something about you I can't put my finger on. You look so feminine and fragile, like I could break you and then put you back together again. She would have loved that. She would have loved <laughs> yeah. that. I could imagine. She would have loved that. But like from her yeah, messages before, I could tell like, okay, she she's big into like being submissive. She likes really dominant guys. We both sort of understand that this is like a role play between two consenting adults. Like mm. that's why I can say wild, crazy shit like this is okay. Because we both, you know, we I've understood and I've had agreements from her that you know, yeah. this stuff is okay. You've baited why. her. She's played into the bait and she's given you permission. Yeah. Like you should never say this sort of shit to just some random girl. Then she'll be freaked the fuck out. So it's a lot about social awareness. It's just like reading the little signs and knowing where you're at in the interaction, knowing what you can do and what you can't do mm-hmm. based on her responses. Mm, for sure. So I like the fact that you can't work me out. I definitely look more fragile than I really am. Angel face. But it is quite easy to put me in a submissive state. And then I'm like, "Mm, don't tease me like that. The more submissive you are, the more pleasure I attain. I want you to relax all your muscles before fucking so you can feel every inch of my cock and surrender to the force of it pounding into your depths, filling you up as you scream in pleasure. I won't let you come until I know it will break you apart into a thousand pieces as you melt with pleasure. Is that the second message sequence? That's just a random one I came up with on the fly, man. That's good. (laughs) Jesus. 
I don't yeah. even. I don't even want to know how she'd respond, man. I'm just sitting. Here, <laughs> I'm actually sitting here, and, and Hudson's actually watching me jerk it. While I'm like, you know what? It's it's time to just like end this podcast and just like <laughs> let's get out into the real world. Oh yeah, fuck. So she's like, oh my gosh, like dot dot dot. I truly love being treated in such a way, especially being told I can't come without permission. Oh my lord, With like fifty Ds. I always try to be a really good girl. Blushing face. <laughs> Jeez. Mm, you're going to give me a lot of pleasure then. What are your limits? Oh, she said that to you or you nah, are? That's so, my one. Yep. So what are your limits? Yep. So I'm getting her to open up about her sexuality, which again, like going back to what you said before, like if you're just sexting and you're not getting her to like give her input and invest, she's more likely to trickle off. But I'm getting her to open up about her sexuality and invest. And when someone invests and answers your questions and write, writes a lot about themselves they feel more connected to you. So mm. that's really the crux of like trying to get investment is, is like encouraging them to open up and share. So like, yeah, essentially. Um, so I'm like, I'm not really sure what my limits are really. If you throw out ideas, I can let you know. In terms of pain and stuff, I love spanking and slapping and all of that. You can tell from my reactions when it gets too much for me anyway. So there we go. She's, she's telling me her limits and she's going to feel a sense of trust too when you're asking what her limits are and she's expressing them and then you're able to acknowledge them. So, good girl. What about choking, bed restraints, temperature play, being blindfolded, threesomes? Mm-hmm. So, I'm opening up that. Oh, yes. Love choking and being restrained. Never done temperature play. What is it? Never been blindfolded but seriously want to be so bad. Ah, ha, ha. Just to see how it changes things. Never be- been in a threesome. Have you? What I love about this is you're giving, and this is the ethos at SQL, man. Giving yourself permission to be sexual and then giving women a place to fucking open up and be sexual and explore things that they've never fucking explored in their life. Mm. And then when you give them that place, they'll never forget you. I've realized this. It's like understanding what they truly want and giving it to them, whatever that is, they, you will leave such a significant emotional and sexual impact where she's like, who the fuck is this dude? And that's exactly what you're doing. Man, it's so crazy what you're doing through text and the communication is so fucking clear, which is cool. And you said it's between two consenting adults. And it's like, what I love, it's like, sometimes there might be people listening to this like, oh, look at this, like what we're doing to women or something like that, which I get sometimes. It's like, hang on a second. The women are the beneficiaries out of this just as much as the men are. Like everybody, yeah, everyone fucking wins. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is like, you know, a lot of guys just don't understand sex from a, a woman's perspective. Um, they're not like, they can't open them up. They don't build that sort of trust and connection. But like when you send, you know, paragraphs like this and you're asking about her kinks, like you're demonstrating that you're, you're a guy who gets it. And the majority of guys don't. And when she, she goes like, oh, okay, this guy gets it. Then she opens up. He's like, oh, okay, this guy understands women. He understands our fears, desires, so on and so forth. Mm. As opposed to just being like some guy like, hey, you know, like, can I shove my booty in your face? Like, <laughs> can I smash? Like, <laughs> fuck. Like, like, you'll see that on like Tinder message memes and shit like that. Like, yeah. people are like, oh, damn, look at that line. And then he's like, can I smash? It's like, 
fucking yeah smash for two minutes like it's like yeah, <laughs> it's like they want to know that you're what they want to know that you're great in bed i know just from not from the messaging point but it's the same shit on messaging they want to know that you're good in bed that you're going to have the best interests at heart and that you're going to fuck them really good yeah i mean i'm literally sending a paragraph about how i fuck yeah it, it's pretty like Descript with like the proper technique and like, like Hudson's mum, if you're listening to this, we're, 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 we're very sorry. <laughs> oh, no. I, well, I'm not. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, should I continue? Yeah, <laughs> continue, man. So yeah, she's like, so she's just answering those questions like, oh yes, love choking and being restrained. Never done temperature play. What is it? Never been blindfolded, but seriously want to be so bad just to see how it changes things. Never been a threesome, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm just like, it involves giving you hot and cold sensations, like putting ice on your clit as you come, giving you a cool sensation as your whole body quivers. And yes, I've had a few. What are your deepest desires and what do you want to try? Like, Ooh, fuck. Going geez, like, what, what a question, man. Going like deeper and deeper. Like, and, th- and that's the thing, like all social interaction and everything, it's just a matter of like building it up more and more and more. It's like she you know, is receptive. She's comfortable letting you know that. Uh, she lets you know that. And then you can go deeper and deeper and deeper. This goes with like all conversation you have. Because, mm. yeah, um, just shows her that you accept it, you don't judge it. So she's like, oh, that sounds exciting. My deepest desire is to just be treated like a little slut and be super submissive. I really would love a guy to use toys and stuff on me also. I recently bought a pretty basic vibrator, but thinking of someone using it on me and controlling the speed, forcing me to or not come makes me great get excited. Good hustle. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you're doing all the same shit over text, isn't it? That's what's mind-blowing about this, man. You're doing all this. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, like, she can't meet for, like, two or three weeks in this scenario. Yeah. So, yeah, in this scenario, like, I, this is helping fill in the blanks because guys will always say, like, oh, fuck, like, I got a number. Oh, shit, I'm probably not going to see her. Like, she won't be in town for, like, two or three weeks. In my head, I'm thinking, like, two or three weeks, by the time we meet, she's going to be obsessed with me. And that's, like, the change in, in, in mindset. It's, like, the more I text a girl, the more emotionally bored in and the more they want to meet me, you know, provided we're sort of on the same lane length. Mm. But most guys are like, oh shit, the more I text, the more room for me to fuck up and I'm never going to meet. I'm going to send some dumb shit and she's just not going to reply. Like, but when you have good text games, it's just like the more you send, the more emotionally bored in she becomes. And that transfers to when you meet her. So when you meet her, all those feelings, Mm. she'll associate with you. So when she reads those paragraphs, it's just like, oh my God, like she associates that with you. And like when she sees you in person, that follows through. Incredible, man. Are you? I don't know what you're up to on the message, but I was going to ask you what it's like. Is there so that's all good and well? They're behind the the phone, but what's the app? Do they sometimes get like a bit of apprehension just before they go? Shit, this is actually going down now. Or but or are they most of the time? I know it's different um, woman to woman, but are they bought in so much to the idea? Like shit, I'm coming out of this guy's house. I'm fucking super pumped. But the thing is, it's still that little bit like it's actually happening now. Mm. Well, there is an element of like fear versus desire. And yep. that, that's always going to be there. But like, yeah, they're always going to be nervous. But I mean, from what I've heard and what girls have always told me, it's like they kind of like that feeling of like, you know, there's, there's an element of like fear, but like also excitement. Mm. Like my main um, sort of like fuck buddy regular I'm seeing at the moment, she says that like every time 
before I'm about to meet her, she always has like this feeling of like excitement, but also a little bit of nervousness. Mm. And, but I mean, yeah, in terms of like this, I, yeah, like I said before, you have to put in some normal text to show you a per- like a person, um, even sending photos of yourself, like her seeing your Instagram, being aware that you're an actual person. But yeah, she's always going to be a little bit nervous, but like she's also going to be really fucking excited. Mm, that's a good point, man. That's good. And then when they get to the house, oh, sorry, you you got to continue there. Where Do where you we up continue to? Or? It's cool, just like this, shoot the shit back and forward as well, man. When things pop up, but yeah, please continue. Yeah. Okay. So like, where are we up to? Treated like okay. Mm, do, dominating you and taking control like that would give me a lot of pleasure. I like that you are so open minded. When are you free to split that bottle of wine? So again, she, you said that. I, to her? I said that. Yep. So again, yeah, moving in towards the close, like you don't want to be sexting forever. Mm-hmm. Hopefully soon. Still on my period. It started a bit later than I was expecting, so this weekend is kind of ruled out. Fair enough. I'm a big fan of using my oral skills. Oral skills. So I'm happy to wait. Yeah. Similar thing to what I said earlier. Is this a new text or? Yeah, that's a new text. Oh, yeah. uh, cool. Yeah, I'm sorry for making you wait. I'm on the pill, so usually I skip it, but I couldn't this time, sadly. Oh, a question. Do you like being addressed as anything specific in the bedroom? Dominant guys usually do this, so I'm assuming you do also. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> Love her like, little hee hees in there. Um, so then I'm like, yes, I like being addressed as master. If you don't address me properly whilst complying to my commands, punishment will occur. <laughs> so like, hard out. This is just like BDSM language, right? Like, um, mm, yummy. I've usually called guys daddy, so I have to get used to not saying that. What would my punishment be? So she's practically saying, just like, sex me, daddy. Um, <laughs> and then I'm like, me? Oh, fuck. This is a long one. <laughs> no, what, is this uh, one of the Chronicles? Yeah, mate. This one is fucking huge. Not part of my usual one. It's, it's massive. So what was it? It was like, it's leading into sex. And she's like, yeah, what can I call you? What can I not call you? And then she's so like, she's- what would my punishment be? Like... Oh, and then you're going. To, you're just going to go. Yeah, go for it, man. Go would you, ahead, would, man. Would you like to go for it? All uh, right, sure. Try not to get too hard. So, me bending you over my knee and spanking your ass until it's glistening pink, pushing you to the ground while looking down at you whilst calling you a dirty little slut while I forcefully put my big hard cock in your mouth until you gag and beg for more. I blindfold and push you into a position where you are forced to crawl on your hands and knees whilst I command you to poke your ass out and present your p- submission as you say yes, master, while panting. I stroke your behind gently with my hand as your whole body stills in anticipation, not knowing when I'll strike. My hand traces over your upper thigh towards your pussy as you moan and move as I spank you. I tell you, be quiet. Again, you submit, yes, master. For a moment, you feel my absence of touch as you feel my big hard cock filling your insides, making you feel so full with ecstasy as I slowly move in and out, teasing you with every stroke. I pull your hair and move close to your ear as I whisper, this is your punishment, you dirty little whore. I push your head on the ground and keep it there firmly with my hand as I fuck you harder than you've ever been fucked before as you lose, con- you lose complete grip of control as I annihilate your body for hours until you're squirting wet, panting mess with mascara, with mascara running all over your face looking like a dirty little cum slut. Sold. <laughs> and I'm then, like, um, this is great. Her response. You have I, to send me that one. I'm going to just copy and paste that one. No, don't copy and paste. Write your own erotica. Oh, okay. fuck, I can't be bothered. <laughs> so her response. I can't stop rereading that over and over again because it made me so wet. 
with the fucking emoticon. I know all of that to happen. Not sure. I know. I need all of that to happen. That's what she says. Not sure why I want you to punish me so badly. Maybe I should act a little bratty and disobey you just to see you act, just to see you act like this. I know I'm going to regret saying that. Fuck, mate. What a message. Hey, dude, props for that, man. (laughs) That's a fucking work of art. Yeah, I mean, it's a work of art. And like people look at the wording and that like, what the fuck? That's wrong. You're calling her a slut and stuff like that. I just want to point out like me calling her a slut or whore is not like a derogatory thing. It's something that only exists like in the bedroom. But she's also asking for that as well, man. She's She's asking for that. What's my punishment? That's the thing. Girls, you know, girls understand that in the context of a bedroom, it's just in the context of the bedroom. Like I don't go around like in day-to-day life while she's doing shit or like with a girl I'm working with and call her those words. Um, <laughs> so you're at the shopping center. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you whole thing <laughs> that purely exists like within a sexual context between two consenting adults. So yeah. So, but yeah, like the response I get from that, like she literally says, I can't stop rereading it. She's mm. just rereading it over and over again and getting physically wet. And that's the responses I get from a lot of my paragraphs. It's just like, they are legitimately wet. Like, <laughs> yeah. just from words. So, mm, I'm glad. And it's only natural. You want someone to completely dominate you, allowing you to completely let go into pleasure as I take charge. When are you free next for wine? Just like going for it again. Mm. And she's just like, cool, down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that- she's down as fuck. Doesn't but yeah, to- I love how you said that. Like, because a lot of people what, like, like women are saying like rough sex dominance and stuff like this. And there, there's a massive misconception because like sometimes I'll do a role, role like a cold read saying that she likes like dominant men or whatever, and women automatically assume that she means like controlling guys that are assholes and tell them what to do in everyday life and in their workplace and in their jobs and like they're thinking it implies that she's submissive in her workplace and with her friends. And it's like it's not about that. It's like dominance. Like in context of the bedroom, that's what I'm talking about. Like you don't have to be dominant, submissive outside of the bedroom, and that's a common misconception. We always just say, "On this, dominance is love." It's like one person leading, the other person being led with consent. That's all dominance really is. And then when you have that, it's like, "Yo, I liked." Basically, she gets permission to let go and surrender. Where you're yeah, like, definitely. you're taking the full lead. Like dominance is leadership, and you know, like like both men and women can be dominant, and we all have that part of it in ourselves. But like, yeah, women can be dominant in their workplace, but in in the context of a romantic relationship, it's like, yeah, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, they can let go for sure, and you're giving her that permission to fully yeah. let go, and that's amazing, dude. So yeah, concur, concur. So, yeah, does it have to be on the weekend? Not sure yet, but Friday night might be perfect for me. How about you? Uh, Then I'm like, not necessarily, but yeah, either Thursday or Friday night works, but I'm going to, here I'm like, but I'm going to need it uh, more than a might be Missy, like in the things with the winky face. Mm. So I'm just saying to her, like, whenever I get maybes or like, I'll let you know or anything like that, I like to kind of call it out if I have like enough sort of buy-in and investment just to make sure, like sometimes they just use that as wording and then other times it sort of is displaying that they're like not 100% sure about meeting. Mm. So again, this goes back to reading between the lines and looking at the tiny little details and being able to deduce information. So like when I see like maybe or I'll let you know or something like that, it very much tells me that like it's not 100% deal deal. But like I want to clarify that. So like, yeah, I wasn't sure because I'm working, but it's not... But it's not at night, so Friday is perfect. So, yeah, she clarified that she's down. That was just the wording she used. 
Friday it is. Do you live near the city? Just logistical shit. I live in blah, blah, blah. So yes. What should the plan be in terms of time where I'll meet you, etc.? Then I'm like, I'm in. Let's split a bottle of wine on my romantic patio. Perfect line. Playing with fire. Or maybe it's Jeffy. I don't know. Um, ooh, sounds amazing. Time. How about eight? Perfect. Just let me know the details of your address and stuff closer then. Then I'm just like, pick out something sexy to wear for tomorrow yet? And she's like, I have no idea what to wear. That's another thing. Like you can, you can sort of like even dress up for fuck dates. I've done that. Like like legitimately just, she'll send pictures of like lingerie. And I'm like, yeah, that one. Cool. Um, Comfort is sexy too. It's just like a joke. Some girls have a concern about what they wear. So I'm just like, yeah, comfort is sexy too. I care much more about what's underneath. (laughs) Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I know what I'm wearing underneath. Winky face. But yeah, in terms of the top, in terms of on top, I'm not sure. Definitely own stuff that's more cute and innocent than sexy, I'm afraid. Deceptively innocent. Love it. So it just continues. Mm, I like coming across as innocent because it's always a fun surprise to find out I'm not. <laughs> so then I just send the text like, still on for tonight? Yes, of course. Why? Like in her mind. Oh, you're just always just sending a message just to make sure, just to clarify. Yeah, just to make sure. Like usually on the day, I'll send another message. Like I'll send a meme. I won't just go still on for tonight. But with this one, I know she was so bored and it's just like, yeah, still yeah. on for tonight. And then she's like, yes, of course. Like in her mind, she's just like, yeah, like why the fuck would I not? Like why would I flake? Um, yes, of course. Why? Just confirming. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, address is cool. So I send the address and she's like, okay, good. I thought you were going to cancel on me. She said that to you. Yeah. So see how much of a flip this is from what most guys like deal with? Like it's literally she's like, oh no, I thought you were going to cancel on me as opposed to being like, I need my pussy fucked. Like, you kind <laughs> yeah, of vibe, like, which is amazing. You can't cancel on me. Okay. Thank you. And then I just leave it. And then she's like, got to be a little late. Sorry. ETA. And then, yeah. And then she was like 10 minutes late, but she was letting me know that she was going to be 10 minutes late. Mm. Then I'm like in the Uber now says I'm a minute away. I'll come out front, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, come out front. And, yeah. Awesome. I've played board games. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. Yeah. Now, when you're getting there as well, so some guys, like, say they don't drink or they don't, like, they don't want... Is it, you're always saying split a bottle of wine or just like, hey, let's just let's just have a drink or, like, or let's have a tea or you're not even saying that. I, I've legitimately said, let's split a bottle of water on my romantic patio. Like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, they know what you're insinuating. Yeah, correct. They know you're insinuating like, you know, let's come over. Wine helps because I find wine is like a, a convention for romance. Like we understand wine as being like a more romantic thing. That's why I prefer to go for wine over like a couple of drinks. But you can also go for drinks like if they say they don't like wine doesn't even matter yep. and then romantic patio is kind of like a fucking joke mm-hmm. like i even say to guys even if you don't have a patio just say romantic patio because mm-hmm. like they they know like i've asked them on dates like hey so um yeah we didn't go to our romantic patio like did you, re- <laughs> did you realize and they're just like nah i knew it was a fucking joke and i'm like yeah like that's what i thought like what what do you think about this as well when when girls don't actually respond i know you haven't got enough buying the bait like you see this really attractive chick on tinder and she doesn't respond and you're like, fuck, I really wanted to respond. Like, what are you like doing with follow-up messages? Well, I always tell guys first up, think, what did you do to elicit no response? Like, mm-hmm. what fucked up shit? What did you do wrong? Did you not bait enough when you should have? Did you send some shit that was way calibrated and fucking dumb? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you not do something that was going to get her investing more? 
But when she hasn't replied, I always leave it for a day. And then it's just like, there's this line like, and the best texture award goes to. And then you just use that. Yeah. Awesome. And when do you cut it? Like sometimes she might be a bit nervous. Can you call out the nervousness if she's coming over? But like, I know those ones were really super invested and really cool. But if you're like, you're saying you're back and forth. It's like bait, sexualize, bait, sexualize. And then just kind of like a normal conversation. That's what See, I'm getting from See, the thing this. is with, with women across the board, like they're not going to really tell you when they're nervous or when they, they've got concerns about you. They want you to figure it out, right? Like it, when they have those concerns and they go unnoticed and unhandled, they just end up flaking. So mm. like, and this goes for all interaction. It's like, it's up to you as a man to like read between the lines, see the signs, have the awareness and figure it out. Mm. And that's, that's big in all relationships and all interactions with women. It's just like, they don't want to have to tell you they want you to figure it out. And how do you figure it out? You fucking learn it. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. So then like, if they're not responding. You, what's so like, and the, the, I heard that one before. It's fucking great. And the, the text message for the what is it the and the, the best text reward goes to yeah dot 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 and then that's it um and then after that would you respond after that or you would just leave it so usually they respond okay if they don't respond to that like oh if they don't respond to that there's like a, a few things you could do you could just be like hmm cold feet or like uh, there's like memes you can send like this could be us like I have two and it's like with Power Rangers oh, I like, saw the Power Rangers yeah, that's the a Power cool Rangers one Power Rangers fucking each other and it's like this could be us and then like sometimes that re-sparks them or like a whole bunch of other things you could do you could be yeah you could be kind of like late. like a, like there's this other thing where it's like a couple weeks later if you haven't got a response you could just be like whatever happened to our love yeah that's Sh- cool. shout out to Ninden for that one that's, that's funny as fuck Bro, you fucking drop, man. I just got to say, man, you're dropping bombs here for the dudes here. So I hope they really appreciate it. I know they will, man. So it's fucking, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just the surface of um, everything. But like learning the concepts is really important too. It's not just about lines. Yep. It's, it's, I would say it's 80% about understanding when to use what. Because you, you could know all the fucking lines in the world. Um, but if you use them in the wrong context, it won't mean shit. And mm. also you're going to get replies where there's just no fucking line for it. And you got to like... You got to think of like, okay, there's that frame. How can I reframe that? Mm. How can I accomplish this and that? And you also have to build that social awareness, which is like a muscle. Yeah. Fuck, cool, man. Is there anything else you want to add to this? Because it's already been fucking insane. Like, so we've got the open, like the opening messages, all the, the, you've given like two texting examples, which are insane. I really love how you just like gone through base. You've written like two massive erotic fucking novels for (laughs) for these women and then just got, and then just like, be cooled about. That's what that's what I'm really like taking between reading between like it's kind of like how I'm throwing it out there and yeah, this is I'm throwing it out there. Here's an erotic novel and then just seeing how wet they get and how turned on they get, man. It's fucking crazy. And then just being a cool dude, like yeah, come we can just yeah come over. We'll split a bottle of wine on my romantic patio. So it's like a bit of fun, bit of humor, very sexualized. And we'll bring it back to that. Actually, I just love how fucking sexual you get with this dude. It's it's insane. And that's what I see with a lot of the clients I work with as well they're uncomfortable with being sexual. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of this comes down to your own personal beliefs. And this is another thing that me and Thomas talked about on like our last call mm-hmm. was like um, how everything stems from like your personal beliefs and your intentions. So whatever you believe, people conform to your beliefs and whatever you put that out there, you get back. So like if you have a belief that women don't like sex, um, that women liking sex is wrong, Mm-hmm. then they're going to feel that and they're not going to open up to you. But if you genuinely feel like within you that like, um, you know, women love sex, there's nothing wrong with a woman that loves sex 
and that you can give her like amazing sexual experiences, she fucking feels that. Mm. And she will open up to you and, and want that to happen. Yeah, for sure. Dude, insane, man. Insane. Yeah, and I've, I've seen, a, like, even from the experience, like, like the guys, like, I, I don't know what to say. I think this is wrong and naughty. And when they get past that, like, that sexual shame, that anxiety of actually going, oh, I can say this. As you said before, it's the context of being in the bedroom. She might be, like, your dirty little whore or your slut in the bedroom, but of course she's not that on the outside world. It's kind of like that taboo of saying shit that they would normally not fucking say. It's so repressed, but then they might not like to be called that, but then they... Some women go, you know what? I love to be called fucking X, Y, and Z. Or, or I love to call you master fucking daddy. I love to call you fucking sir. I love to call you um, whatever. And then, or you can call some chicks my property. And some chicks just love that. of like being completely owned. And I love what you said. You've got some, the chronicles of all these fucking texting, but you're like, get, you're encouraging guys. Is this correct to write what turns them on and then send that to a woman and then, put that out float exactly that out like learn to enjoy the process yeah that's, you know that's and awesome. learn to like figure out your own sexuality too like get in touch with like what you actually want to do sexually and like experiment and express that to the girl and like you can both work on it like both of you together like yeah. i think yeah like what you said like guys just view sex so much like you know just putting your dick in like and a lot of the time they're fucking just for, like validation and like gratifying their ego it's like stop looking at sex that way look at like like it as an amazing experience yeah and i love what you said but i'm like yo send me that fucking text that was cool because i'm like i genuinely enjoy that and you might that that message about like the spanking and like like all the detail i'm like that's a really fucking cool message i'm like i vibe with that am i always in that headspace of like yo i'm gonna always fucking be there i'm like no sometimes it's gonna be different in regards to the sexual expression what i feel and i really love that because like I, I like that in the respect of like, I enjoy that sometimes, but then sometimes I might not want to send that. But then at the same time, don't think oh, I have to send that exact message to get that response. And that's why I love what you're saying. It's like, be creative with what you want to do then um, float that out there. Like you baited her to going, yep. You said, now you can do your knockout punch or whatever it's called. Like now you can write your mm. fucking sexual description, put it out there. And then it's like, fuck. But it's like, as you said, it's that build up. It's not like sending it straight off the bat. Like, Yo, we're gonna do this, this, and this. You go, who the fuck are you? Just added me on. Uh, I just, I just swiped, and you've written, you've written me this erotic fucking novel. It's like I love the baiting, the build up, and then all of a sudden the sequencing to get mm. to that point. It, yeah, it's a lot about just like emotional intelligence, reading people, understanding where they're at, mm. and and like that awareness is like a muscle that you build over time. But you do it through analyzing every conversation you have, and like, yeah. But some guys, you know, they can't really deduce what's happening and like they don't have that social awareness naturally and so i have to kind of point it out to them and over time and that's what i do a lot with my coaching yeah and then your mastermind and stuff like that as i said before man it's just like some guys are like absolutely clueless like they send this one message like bro what the fuck happened why don't you stop replying and i read the whole thing and like i explain it to them and they're like oh fuck that makes so (laughs) much sense like and it, it, that carries over to like all interaction into like in-person interaction, their relationship with their, their future girlfriends, that understanding of women, that understanding of social interaction will affect them in everything. Oh, dude, it's insane. It's been, it's been an absolute pleasure, man, for you to drop these bombs. As you said, it's the tip of the iceberg and putting it all in the right sequence, which is so, so important. But just understanding that guys can actually um, have these sexual interactions from staying at home, they can be busy individuals, they can have a lot of shit going on in their lives. And 
They can actually get really great dates, meet awesome women through fucking sexting them. And the thing is, as you said, you don't have to go so extreme with this um, sexting, do you? Like, you don't have to go so explicit or do you have to go like that in regards to... Sorry, I'll break that back. It's not just bringing girls straight back to the house just for, purely for sex. You can actually set girls up for normal dates, correct, as well, with what you're saying. Yeah, too. Like, you don't have to... Yeah, you don't have to sexualize. Like, you can just... If you just want to go on a date first and not have it under like a sexual pretense. Yeah, you you can do that. Um, you but don't, we'll, but and that, also, you don't have to mention like BDSM type shit. But either. they'll be put in the friend zone, will they? Like, is that correct? Or what's going on I think with that? when you... T- my, yeah, from what I've experienced and from what I've seen out in the world, it's like if you set a very sexual frame from the beginning, it's, you're just seen in a different light, right? Like when you just set up a regular date, she's she's sort of like evaluating you based as like this sort of like provider long-term boyfriend type of thing but when you text in a way that's really sexual she's just like oh here's this like fucking awesome adventurous like sexually open-minded guy that i'm gonna have like crazy experiences with and you can go from that point to then forming a relationship yeah because at the end of the day like you know you have an amazing sexual experience you have a connection there's been a lot of emotional investment there, way more so than if you're just at a bar for an hour and you're talking about random shit. Like at the end of the day, building a connection is just about like vulnerability um, between each other and like really throwing yourself out there and, and connecting and like uncovering your mask and really like, yeah, just putting it all out there on the table. Dude, I love that. I was about to actually tap into that. You you said it fucking so, so awesome, man. Like in the respect... Of like, a lot of guys like I have to be the friend first and then we fuck. It's like no, you can have this insane and the thing is, like, fucking you're lying. sexual connection. Like, yeah, all these guys like they want to fuck and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. And yeah. and the girl knows that like every guy just wants to, like she knows we're all just horny fucks. Like yeah, <laughs> she like like had that sexual connection and then it can go to the relationship where I think it's, it's such a paradigm shift for guys like going. You can't just go from like that fucking crazy sex to having a really insane relationship. I go, why not? And guys, that's if a huge... anything, it's more effective. Because the thing is, there's so many guys who I work with and just deal with on a fucking daily. They go, they get their partner and they end up suppressing their sexual, the woman's sexuality over time. Where it's like, no, the more you fall in love, the more you should be rejoicing and letting her express that. So it's like you're doing it day one, going, here's the behavior that I want. I want you to be expressive in your sexuality. And I want to fucking get to know you as well. It's not like I just want that and that's it. It's like, yo, I just want that. But then I might, if we're really getting along and really enjoy the sexual connection mm. and the vibe, then let's fucking go out there and have like a fucking Definitely. dinner or something. And I shit. mean, you know, like the more comfortable you are in your sexuality, the more comfortable she's going to be in hers. And also another thing to mention, like girls, they're all at different levels of how, you know, like in touch they are with their, it's their sexuality, how quickly they open up to someone. So that all varies, but that's something you're able to find out through the way you message. Mm. And, you know, it, it's up to your own personal preference whether you, you know, just want to go for girls that are very just like sexually open that, um, you know, or whether you're, you're okay with like maybe taking a bit more time sometimes. Dude. Woo! But the more vulnerable and the more like you open up, the more you just like be real, the quicker that connection happens. Dude, could not agree. And I really loved how you harped on the point at the end, like about talking. Yeah, the vulnerability, the connection, and then also the sexuality where most guys are like, oh, I've got to be nice first. And then hopefully one day the sex, I'm like, fuck, stop lying. Stop yeah. fucking bullshitting. Like you don't want to fuck this hot girl. No, but I don't like, dude, come on, let's be real. But apart from that, man, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Um, I think that's, yeah, pretty much everything. 
Dude, you fucking dropped bombs today, man. It was like re- really, really awesome. It's just like the psychology of the texting from open all the way to getting a woman back to your house and building everything in between. As I said, go listen to this on repeat. It has been a fuck ton of stuff. And thank you very much as well for being here and dropping the bombs today, man. No problem. It's been awesome. And if you want to get in contact with Hudson, what is the best place to get in contact with you for all this stuff? Just Facebook, Hudson Greening, message me. Yeah, Evolve Social on Instagram, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, message me, hit me up. If not, you can also go to my Facebook and hit me up if you can't find Hudson, and then I can put you in contact with him. Because I'm pretty visible. There's not many Hudsons. <laughs> not, not many, is there? Oh, uh, yeah. Not in Australia, anyway. But yeah, if you can't find Hudson, just hit me up and I'll put you in contact because it's been super awesome. And as I said, if you really want to go out there, get your dating life handled and you don't want to leave your fucking... You basically, if you want to do it from the couch or your mum's basement or you're a fucking busy fucking professional and you just don't have the time to do this, go out there to the bars and clubs. Hudson is your man and he can, one, he can actually help you with your photo shoots then he can help you with the styling and he can also um be there and help you with the messaging and he can also take over your account so there's so many options that he fucking does which is insane it's a really great service that he runs and i completely um completely endorse what he's doing just because of the fact of it is just seeing people get results and that's what we're all about with sql is there anything else you're all all good yeah just hit me up awesome and yes sydney Oh yeah, Hudson will be twenty fourth to the first February to March. Yeah, sweet. Hudson will be there. You're doing some photo shoots. You're saying? Yeah. So I've still got a few more slots available. They're booking out like hella quick. So get onto it. Nice. Also, all in that. All being said, if you have any more questions, make sure you reach out to the Sexual Quantum Leap um, website, which is sexualquantumleap.com. And apart from that, please, as I said, if you want to get in contact with Hudson, let me know. And as I said, I would be more than happy to get you in contact with him then to delve into all his fucking awesome knowledge that he has. But yeah, thanks again, Hudson, for being here. Being no problem. Fucking awesome. Stay social. Uh, so yeah. <laughs>